0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Bar is Open with Beth and Greg. I'm Greg LaMontagne. Today, we've got a special guest in the house, Dr. Arturo Elias from Matador Rehab and Performance here. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you coming in on a hot-ass San Antonio day. Um, Yeah, so got you here today. We've got uh, Dr. Elias in-house to talk about just rehabilitation you know, not just sports injuries, but sports injuries, but also just, I want to talk to you about like physical maintenance is one of the big things that I think we'll get into today. Um, I've got a lot of, I've got a lot of kind of, I I hope interesting questions. And then we'll talk some shit about some industry stuff, which I think is always interesting when we talk rehab, physical therapy, all the various modalities as, um, I've been taught as a term of, of, health improvements and stuff like that so again thanks so much for, for, sure. for coming in i appreciate yeah. it do me a favor give us a little bit of your background like what got you into it and what are your you know your yeah. professional attributes so to gotcha. speak
1: so uh growing up super into sports and everything um did a lot of team sports played football all the way up to like my freshman year of high school and then realized team sports wasn't for me okay. and i was like even younger age i did karate taekwondo um a lot of you know Martial arts, and I always was like, you know what? I really enjoy the one person, like it's you, yeah, against your opponent. That's it. So, I started doing Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Muay Thai, and then boxing. So, that was a big thing. Um, I you know, it started probably that journey from 14 to 22.
0: All right, uh, I had a pretty
1: big stand, yeah, yeah. I was pretty, you know, I was doing twice a day, like, oh, you were training, I was training, yeah, yeah. So, um, at 18 or 17, I'm sorry. I did the Golden Gloves, got a silver medal in that. Um, So that was kind of where I was like, do I keep doing MMA or boxing? Uh, Did MMA for probably like two more years after I got my blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and then just realized that there was no money in MMA. (laughs)
0: Yeah, what year was this probably,
1: uh, you think, recall? 2014, 2015-ish, around there. Um,
0: 2016, maybe.
1: Um, and then I turned 21, uh, had a few boxing fights under my, under my belt. And was were like, you
0: oh. like amateur or pro amateur. amateur? Okay.
1: And I was trying to go pro. We had a couple of pro like debuts lined up and then my coach got bit by a rattlesnake. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he got like sick, uh, hospital almost died. Yeah. Um, and this was right during my sophomore year of college. Okay. So it was like, where do I go from here? Do I keep pursuing this, this, Field where I'm getting the shit, you know, the, getting your the, bell rung all the time. Getting bell yeah. rung constantly. Um, that's why I have a broken nose.
0: If you ever see <laughs> me, doesn't show up on camera. Yeah, yeah it's good. the left side.
1: Actually, this is my good side. <laughs> the other you know. side is yeah. Um. So yeah, I uh, was like, all right, do I continue to uh, you know, essentially beat my body, or do I go the route of clinical and like trying to help people? Um, kind of help those that are coming behind me. And not experience what i experienced which was poor healthcare, having a bunch of injuries and not finding a good provider that like couldn't help me right um so went to uh utsa did my undergrad i was actually uh pre-pt athletic training um and it was funny it was we were sitting in a uh just general kinesiology class maybe 300 kids in the auditorium and the dean of the department comes in and it's maybe the first week and uh he's like all right like who's doing this field and who's doing that field right and it's like who wants to be a coach who wants to be a personal trainer uh who wants to be a nurse uh who wants to be a physical therapist everyone's hand 300 plus kids and i'm looking around like my, with my hand up like I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna make this like yeah i'm working a full-time job two part-time jobs to pay for school and uh that's all the the competition the competition all of a sudden you see you're like Holy yeah shit. i'm like i'm i'm pushing b's and c's
0: here like you know like <laughs> like because you're working your ass off yeah, full time too yeah, yeah I, I recognize homework that. and
1: like studying wasn't really there for me i was like yeah. i have to be at work after this class because i have to pay tuition yeah right so it was you know long nights long days and i was like all right like we're, what do i do from here um so during school actually i was like i don't want i don't want to do this so i um uh, switched over to strength and conditioning still did a lot of athletic training classes because they kind of coincided with one another and uh did my rotation internship with utsa strength and conditioning did the football team there uh so i was training all the football team basketball volleyball and cheerleading which if you've heard me talk about this, I did not like that cause the cheerleaders are crazy people.
0: okay. Yeah. I was yeah. like, they, they still can get it. I mean, those no, they were girls lifting. are, yeah, yeah, they
1: were strong. Don't be wrong, but they were so flexible. They were just doing stuff they were not supposed to be doing. Okay. Like they were lifting barbells, like super awkwardly just doing <laughs> stuff on purpose. though, just to mess with us. And we were like, all right. Um, yeah. So, um, it's my fifth year in undergrad and I'm doing my graduate program um to continue to strengthen conditioning so I can work at the pro level. That was always the goal. Worked pro level. Um and then just realize that it's more political than you know what you know. It's who you know. It's who you know, not what you know. And it. and it sucked. And um we were we were working from four thirty AM all the way to six PM. Shit. Yeah. yeah. And this much. was free work. Like, you know, it's my yeah. Um but then, you know, once you get hired on, quote unquote, the salary is not good. You know, you're getting a stipend, you know, maybe after three years you're making forty thousand yeah it was
0: it's rough man. yeah that's 20 bucks an hour when you step back and think about it for exactly. all those hours
1: yeah exactly um so that was like I, I hit that you know fork in the road and i was like all right like you've always wanted to do the clinical man like do you want to do this or do you want to go strength and conditioning and i was actually getting treated still um by a rossi if you've been to rossi
0: i have not Yeah, okay.
1: have not rossi is a group of chiropractors and PTs that do a lot of soft tissue rehab they do great work okay um, um really good evidence-based stuff Um, and I had a mentor that like, I just met there and we kind of grew and he took me under his wing and, uh, Dr. DeRoche, if you're watching this, thank you. We'll push it out. Yeah. Um, he was like, dude, go, go to Cairo school. Like you're gonna, you're gonna do good. Like where you're at right now, you're way ahead when I went to school and I was like,
0: and use, so basically it's like, you used his advice to push you forward. Oh yeah. Get you ahead. Yeah. He took him 10 years or however long to figure that out. Right. Yeah. And he
1: was like, dude, if you do it now, you're going to be good. Thanks. Like I mean I mean You wouldn't I, have thought of it. I wouldn't have thought I didn't yeah. have the self confidence to be like, mm, okay, like I can do this, right? And then, you know, a couple months before graduation I uh, applied, I got in and moved to Houston and yeah, went to school after that and the rest is history. Now I'm here. That's awesome. So, yeah. So yeah.
0: Great great background gives you kind of an insight to because you have the 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 training background that I think that gives you an insight to Versus somebody, we're gonna jump into this shit pretty deep, real quick here, in a in a matter of seconds here. Yeah. It gives you an insight into the real the reality of what is physical therapy and athletic training and rehabilitation. Yes, because not too long ago when I went to a place, I I have a history of just like my back gets stiff, I get tight tight. I sit all day working. Yep like so many people right okay. you're in front of a computer all day long i mean you can have folks that are that are doing manual labor or breaking or whatever it is landscaping yeah. or whatever they're probably in better shape than i am from that sense yeah. but they're going to have long term issues yeah. versus is like mine is like your muscles are atrophying yeah. because you're, you're sitting too long, long right exactly yeah. so that's where i come in or that's where my my need for like uh physical therapy comes yeah. in right and everybody's got their own perspective on it. And what we're going to try and do is break down some of the kind of the myths and then be honest about yeah. some of the realities of it. So I'll give you an example of right before I, I met you and I was introduced to you through my gym submission concepts. Um, same deal. My hips started tightening up. My back started tightening up and I know it's coming on because this has kind of yeah. been over the years. This has happened to me multiple times yeah, and it's just from sitting. It's my, My posture, I'm not getting up enough. I'm working eight hours or 10 hours at a desk and just the bullshit. And I went to kind of a revolving door chiropractor through my insurance company. Right. And it was actually way more expensive. And we'll talk about like out of uh, insurance and insurance and those sorts of things. It's actually more expensive using my insurance than it would be to go to a private practice like yourself. Crazy. But all he did, put a tins unit on my back, which doesn't really do a whole lot. No massage, nothing as far as that to warm up the muscles or anything. Um, And then cracked, just adjusted. And that was it. And I was done. Felt great for maybe a couple days, week, maybe. And then, hey, let's schedule your next one. Okay. Let's schedule your next one. I'm like, I know in the past, I haven't had to schedule the next one. In Phoenix, we had a great location that we went to as well and they were like all right get on the bed it it was one of those roller kind of beds that like stretches yeah and it really works kind of gets you going you're like oh shit that you know kind of one of those things um and then they think of other things and then even at our office we had somebody did dry needling right which was but these are all kind of different companies spread out yeah. yeah um one of the I'm going to go back a second here is one of the things that really kind of pissed me off was that revolving door. When I looked around that, pa- that office, you see everybody there. And it's like, I know they could be healed properly if they had a proper program. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, the Individualized treatment program. Treatment program. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not a cookie cutter.
1: It's like, ah, we're going to do the same thing with this, with Joe Smo, And that's how it felt. Yeah.
0: It was like, Oh, they're going to treat, 70-year-old dude, the same as the to treat 45-year-old Greg. Yep, yep. Right? How do you get it? I mean, was that one of the big is for you to, like, learn to do all of it? So if you go to matador.com, matadorrp.com, uh, you can see his facility. It's beautiful. It's awesome. Um, but you do a lot more than just cracking backs.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it was because I went through the revolving door. I remember when I uh, was training, you know, was always hurting so i was like i had to go see a pt cairo a trainer and massage
0: right like, all independent all
1: independent and yeah. i was like why can't i find a place where i can just get all this done right and then they all had ridiculous fees right and they were oh, all least. feeling like revolving doors and i was like man like i'm over here trying to go pro and i feel like i can't find a good place in san antonio to like offer get, me, yeah. yeah what i need right and i was and that's what drove me i was like i need a you know what? If I can't find it, I'll make it, right? I'll build it. And that was always my goal. It's like, where would I, where would 16, 17, 18-year-old Arturo go to go get treated because he's got a fight in a couple of weeks? Right. Or he's, he's you know, I also did a bunch of triathlons, like, during all this time because of Nick Diaz and Nate Diaz, right? They're was, doing it all. Yeah. yeah. I was You're like, like I followed, I'm following it be them. Yeah. I was yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> they got cardio for days, right? So I was doing about the triathlon training too. Um. So yeah, I was, I could never find it. So I was like, I'm going to just build it. let's just do it so thank you for the compliment on the facility that that's like 10 plus years of planning and seeing that vision and being like this is what i want this when you come to my facility you know it's different
0: yeah absolutely yeah and that's not just i mean that's yeah it's promoting your place but it's also it's true yeah because i've gotten let's go through just like a quick Mm -hmm. my quick like experience there right so went in Okay, my shoulders hurting or my back's hurting or something like that. Massage, like, or I guess you you tell me. I don't remember. It's like I've had so many <laughs> things. I almost threw an F bomb there, like that have been messed up on me or like my knee or my back yeah. or whatever.
1: So we'll do a lot of like different soft tissue therapies. So that's what I usually call them. Um, massage being like some of them, right? There's different techniques to massage, but I usually just call it soft tissue massage. Um, instead, of, I can get real nerdy and be like, yeah, we're doing. uh ischemic compression and pin and stretch and all now it's just it's massage of, it's tough and massage. it sucks usually yeah, yeah usually and it's, it's like, not a fun one yeah uh, we'll do there. that we'll do the dry needling uh we do some cupping uh which i think we'll talk about a little later mm-hmm. um you know manual therapy some static and dynamic stretching so kind of like whatever i think we need to do i'll do it right there's no insurance company telling me hey you can only cover these yeah, two things we're only gonna pay you for this no no no. because you're coming to me i'm gonna we're gonna have that conversation right it's like what's bugging you you know what greg i think the best game plan is xyz yeah what do you think yes no that sounds good you know and then we'll modify from there and i'll be like all right well let's also do some rehab some exercise um and that's also the big thing right it's like we're gonna do our rehab exercises and then we're gonna do some soft tissue adjust whatever therapy we needed to to hit
0: yeah so what do you recommend for people that are in that kind of revolving door chiropractic process you got to keep in mind also a lot of people they have a lot of people do have to rely on insurance on insurance yeah absolutely financially right i mean it's yeah. a challenge sometimes yeah. you know um, but what other things and we can get into kind of some at-home care here in a minute but i mean how do you pick a good chiropractor versus a quack so to yeah, speak right yeah, because yeah, there is a stigma Yep. With chiropractic care yeah. There is And there's Let me read you this article real quick Yeah please do You might have seen it recently It just came out And It's scary on You probably do But the people don't Um, And I'll just read it Straight up but I'm just gonna find it real quick So GSU graduate uh, Paralyzed Snapped arteries After chiropractic visit Right Yes This is on I, I found this I just happened to be scrolling through TMZ or something like that right so a southern uh Georgia Southern University graduate is now par- paralyzed and in, in the ICU after go uh after going into to a chiropractor for neck pain leaving with four snapped arteries like how in the fuck did that even how does that even happen yeah right yeah. um on top of and then it created it like just spiraled yeah on she's her. like paralyzed she's got yeah other con- uh, she had a blood clots and stuff like that which is sad which is terrible to hear um i mean any medical medical things can happen i understand yeah right this but that. this just makes huge levels and yeah. then it puts the stigma
1: exactly on
0: oh chiropractors are yep. just out there breaking your and it's exactly. not the case yeah so
1: yeah i mean it's different i mean i actually i do have a little case study here because that came up and we had a little discussion with me and some of my colleagues okay um so let me just start with like how to find a good Cairo so this can be avoided right from ever maybe that's the the key to it right if your Cairo isn't spending more than 20 minutes with you meaning face-to-face time right uh asking you questions you know being like hey like oh you have a headache how long has that headache been going on right oh you're feeling pulsations here all right like how long has that been going on? Are you are you a medication? Is there a history of hypertension? If they're not asking you questions, they're just like, "Oh, you got neck pain, you know like <laughs> let's just adjust you, yeah, that's when you should be like, "Whoa, doc, I got some more questions like um, this is happening, you know, or just honestly, I would leave like don't just because it's a provider, you should question them right? Just I mean, I feel like there's a stigma of like, oh, I shouldn't ask my doctor, my doctor knows everything." but you know your body there absolutely is yeah. Yeah. yeah you need to ask those questions now like i said if you're if your Cairo isn't like taking your blood pressure right like checking your vitals you know that's something to be serious about because stuff changes as we go right you're on medications um if they're not asking those questions that's when i tell people like maybe you shouldn't go there okay that's the revolving door that's the uh we're just trying to what's called like uh snap and crack just
0: yeah, there's one. I'm not gonna throw them out, but there is a chain. Yes, and I I went to them one time because I was like, I need to do something, mm-hmm. right? How long and was that visit? Ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Signed in. Oh okay. god, I think I did a little thing on online first, okay. like a little form online. Did
1: you watch a video? No, I don't
0: even you think, don't think I watched watch the video. video? Oh, okay. No, yeah. I may have, but it's been a couple of years, so. Yeah. But it they, very much was like that, and one person. Not like i saw any credentials hanging on the wall oh, God. you know what i mean yeah. but i was like i don't give a shit just yeah, fix my hurt. back yeah. at this point yeah. i, I would have taken somebody just like lift me up and snap my back or you know what i mean like whatever just take the pressure off you know how you did it when you were a kid like yeah, i crack your back squeeze yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, well put your right. arms like this and i'll yeah. you know um so that's that's great to know because yeah. that's one of the things i, I think when you, you hit something very important there it's like with any doctor it's like if you don't get a good vibe from them or feel from them, yeah. you don't have to go through with care. The care. This is something big. This is what
1: everybody should know. Every procedure you get asked, you know, do you consent? Do you do you have cons do we have consent to treat you? Right. Right. Um when you come see me, that paperwork that you yep. all filled Every out, time. right? Yep. You know, it's it's a I consent to treatment, XYZ. But I still ask, hey, we're gonna do this. Is this okay? Boom, right? You can say Right. If you don't feel comfortable,
0: say no. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Maybe somebody's not into needling. Like, I think this yeah. would be a good idea for you. Yeah. And I'm like, cool.
1: My hand is worse. <laughs> like, we're going to suck more. It's, it's going to suck more. Yeah. But, um, but I respect that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not going to wear something on a patient that they don't want to do. Yeah. Even though if I think it's going to help them, it's all right. Well, we'll cross that bridge again. You know, I'm never going to pressure, pressure them. You, yeah. Yeah. Pressure them to a corner and be like, if you don't do this, you're yeah, it's
0: it's going to get, get Yeah. It's going to get worse. There's um, alternative methods to everything, right? Exactly. I mean, yeah, really, exactly. stretching or mm-hmm. there's whatever, different other yeah. therapies
1: you can you can substitute for it. Yeah. Um, but you know, I get it. Like some people have their insurance and they want to use it. You pay it every month, right? And I hate insurance. So I'm gonna straight up say that. Um, you pay for a for a service and my you know,
0: copay was more than, my than visits. what yeah. the visits are for like full service. Yeah. You know it's what I mean? Wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's like wild. a lot more too. Yeah. That's so crazy. you know i've got pretty good insurance yeah right and I mean, so, i'm mean, i sure you're paying monthly is like a pretty just high like everybody like, yeah. yeah just like everybody and
1: um, uh, <clears throat> you know it, it's just crazy but i get it like you know if someone has insurance in their copay let's say it's 20 bucks right to go and see a cairo cool i tell them go for it you know i i am not offended at all like i would rather you you're paying that money go go see them. Mm-hmm. however in a couple visits and you're like going through that revolving door and you're like dude i'm not getting better you know man come see me yeah you know? um but i always give them that option like i understand i'm i'm not in network but you get thing.
0: you're the type of thing you're so you're out of network or you prefer not but you give us you could
1: get paperwork to submit there's submit, always yeah. those options yeah and that's that always kind of a hassle yeah but i mean it can get done yeah um, so it's not impossible to come see me if you have insurance uh we'll give you a super bill it's itemized some yeah. insurances will accept it maybe give you like 50 percent of off yeah whatever. um so it's doable but If you got insurance and you're going to Cairo, just make sure they're checking up on you, right? They're not just like, "All right, lay down, let's get to work. That's exactly how it felt. Yeah. So
0: to those out there that, you know, you're going on, excuse me, a regular basis and you don't, maybe you don't feel like you're getting maybe switch providers or shop around, shop around a little bit, get, get a feel for them. See what others, whatever, what other kind of therapies they offer versus just like a TINs unit Mm -hmm. and
1: an adjustment
0: or something like that because there are a lot of different modalities and i've mentioned this multiple times A modality is basically like a different therapy type right chris uh crystal has talked about this before crystal krenzinga has kind of laid out like what does that even mean because i have never heard that terminology right and i like to kind of try and repeat and reinforce those types of things so what is the definition of chiropractic therapy when you think about it from that so, before
1: I went to school, I have never heard the term quack. Like okay. okay, Quack. So when I went to school and I told someone that I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm in Cairo school," they were like, "Oh those quacks." And I was like, "What?" Are
0: you about? <laughs> what?
1: And because uh, I'd always right. seem pretty good, like Cairo's like they adjust me well, they ask mm-hmm. me good questions, um, they give me good advice. It was never like I felt like
0: there's there were, a weird stigma that just, just kind of hangs on to yeah. that
1: one thing. Yeah. So there's essentially two uh sides there's the evidence base which yep. is what i'm considered uh or i like to consider myself i practice best evidence base i can and then there's a what's called what we evidence-based chiros call is tours so chiropractor tours, okay so tor okay where they get more of the holistic they use the word subluxation a lot which means bone out of place okay which we know bones don't pop out of place like nothing so i think i've told you when i adjust you i'm mobilizing joints i'm not popping a bone back in place right um, yeah 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 it's yeah. just yeah we're just He's exactly we're bit, just yeah. mobilizing the joint to move the way it's supposed to move right where these tors are kind of saying like oh there's interference in the spinal column and there's a subluxation there's a bone putting pressure on you so this is happening and that's why you're having stomach issues or you know you're having this back pain and it's very like uh some yeah, quacky. Quacky. Well,
0: quacky. Yeah, you can yeah. say that. Quacky. But I mean, it, it's it's very yeah. It's they don't necessarily pin it down because no. they want it to be kind of nebulous. Yep. Because right? they want to keep seeing you. Yeah.
1: Right. They want to keep you in there. I don't want to keep
0: going back. No. I want to be fixed. If it takes me two or three or four times. Yeah. Fix it. Yeah. And like I, it hurt again, yeah. or I something happens, yeah. I'll be back. And that's I how I've, it should be. I think be. I've told you that we're all. Yeah,
1: like, dude. I think this might take like another visit, and after that, you should be good. Yeah. Right. And, and that's generally like, how it is. Yeah. And because my goal is not to see you forever. Right. I want to give you See, the tools the to help yeah. yourself and only come to me when you're like, dude, I am hurting again because I, you know, sat in the car for 10 hours and then I moved rocks and then I had to deal with the kids and I didn't do my exercises. <laughs> All
0: right, dude. That's usually what happens. Yeah. i like, shit, I forgot. Yeah, exactly. I stopped stretching about mm-hmm. six weeks ago. So, yeah. Yeah. So the definition, like mm-hmm. from what you would clinically say, it is. Repeat what you said. Sorry. You said it.
1: So the, I guess the true definition of chiropractic when you just s- separate the two sides yeah. is um, healing with the hands. Okay. So we're just a conservative approach to pain. Okay. So we're uh, conservative and drug-free. Uh, all we're doing is usually stuff with our hands, movement-based uh, re- rehab exercises. So nothing where it's evasive, right, where right. we have to, like, cut you open or pump you full of drugs. It It's a conservative route. Right? Okay. And that's by hand. So that's awesome. No. Yeah. So I think
0: again, it, it comes back to just the educating people on what that actually means. The terminology of what chiropractic care yeah. really truly should be mm-hmm. right. Is, is that yeah. definition? Yeah. It's just caring for a patient. Yeah. Um,
1: unfortunately, yeah, we've had a few quacks over the years and, you know, it's like we're just looking at them now at this point like hey you guys suck (laughs) you guys made this bad for the profession so we're kind of batting battling that battle now of like that's the old school Cairo, like 100 years ago like they practice like that now we're more evidence-based we do a lot (laughs) of research yeah Uh, a lot of research and we we do therapies that um are safe and effective you know and 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 proven and proven proven. Yeah, yeah yeah um so that's the goal now with that article that you talked about. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, like, how did something like that fucking happen? So that's the thing. Who knows? Yeah.
1: They're still so like, like, it's still early. There's, yeah.
0: you know, like, I mean, you've gotten choked fo- out, right? Yeah, yeah yeah, right? yeah,
1: yeah. There's there's this awesome picture. I'll share it with you later. where of a dude like getting choked out and some Cairo made a funny like joke. It was like, oh, yeah, but you say like adjustments will kill you. Right. And it's like a dude getting like his head twisted yeah, off. I mean, He's in an anaconda. Right. Like yeah. just getting smothered. Um, so who knows? Maybe the, the Cairo missed something major in the history. Maybe he didn't perform a good exam. Maybe okay. she was just like, ah, my my neck hurts, and like he, yeah. there could have been a pre-existing. She something. might have already had it, right? And he just provoked it, or maybe she was on medication and didn't say that she was on blood thinners or. Like there's a vaguely. lot of okay.
0: So there's a lot of like stuff. Um, and that's why it's important. I get again to yeah, let yeah. your qualified provider mm-hmm. Ask. no, Yes yeah, <laughs> and so. don't hide anything and be like, oh no, yeah. So, i was in a car accident i forgot to tell you yes exactly because so i didn't want to tell my mom that i was in a car accident mm-hmm. or something stupid so yeah again right
1: being honest with your provider also it's like mm-hmm. even if it's like minute, whatever like you said car accident right or i fell down the stairs i've had that twice where someone fell, down, got kicked from the top of the stairs fell all the way down hit their head a bunch of times and like i was like dude this guy isn't right like something's up and then he's like oh you know what i did get like kicked down the stairs last week like, what the? Yeah, I was like, how did I ask you if there was any trauma? Did you just fall or anything? And he just forgot, right? Because he still probably has a CTE yeah, probably from Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that, right? It's like people think, oh, it's a Cairo <laughs> They're going to just adjust me. They're going to do some soft tissue. Without so, it even asking questions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there's contraindications that we need to know. Which is why we ask you certain questions
0: yeah because you have a pre-existing spinal injury or something mm -hmm. like that 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 take that's a huge
1: risk we got to know what's going on so that's why my intake form is pretty like elaborate yeah and i'll still ask you questions yeah right um but there's this article that goes with that actually with what you showed me okay um and this is a pubmed if anybody knows what pubmed is it's a medical journal journal uh, okay just research based so when we're done
0: send me that link and i'll link it into the
1: the notes yeah so the, the, the title is called risk of, of vertebral, vertebral basilar stroke, meaning what that female had okay. and chiropractic care result of a po- population based case control and case crossover study, meaning they just studied a bunch millions of people in the care. So the conclusion is uh, the short term is a VBA stroke, vertebral basilar artery stroke um, is a very rare event in the population. Is that like the back of your neck? It's like, um, is that in the base of your neck? So you have the aorta coming up and yeah. then it kind of splits up and then you get your two spinal and then at the very top you get like okay. deeper in there. Into yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, it's a whole web. It's, That's yeah, that it's makes gnarly. sense. Yeah.
0: Go pull up a venous system of the brain of yeah, the it's, head. It's yeah.
1: Crazy. And we had to learn it all.
0: It's crazy. Makes yeah. sense.
1: Yeah. Um, but the increased risk of VBA stroke associated with chiropractic and PCP, which is primary care physician, visits is likely due to patients with headache and neck pain from a VBA dissection seeking care before their stroke meaning you have a headache you have head pain i see and you're, you're like oh, i'm gonna go get treated by my Cairo, or i'm gonna go to a primary right to go get checked out because i don't feel good
0: yeah right but there's a pre that it's it's there already essentially it's happening and it's not that it's misdiagnosed it's, it's just, just it's just it's
1: just like when you take a pain med right There's all the side effects right yeah. it just so the risk of going to a primary and a Cairo when you're experiencing these symptoms it's about the same okay right so it's not the therapy so much it's usually more the symptoms that you already have a, yeah yeah so you're probably it's already, already a, an ongoing condition. it's already probably there right okay. and now you're seeking care and unfortunately maybe this happened it triggered it it triggered it okay yeah. um and then but the forces of an adjustment are super low so even saying that an adjustment can cause that it's crazy like okay to a degree that's uh,
0: what I'm I was kind of thinking like going back to that as like like How does that cause that? Like it? Like, it makes it sound like the guy wrung her neck, yeah, like he just spun her head around, yeah. exorcist style, the right? Forces of an adjustment are super. No, low. I've been there, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a lot of times you have the drop tables, like, and it's mm-hmm. just like it's it sounds crazy louder, yeah, but the back's only going like, yeah, and it's
1: there's it's nothing to yeah.
0: it, right? Or it's a, yeah, so you know? it,
1: it sucks that this happened to her, yeah. and now the stigma and. I mean, it's a
0: headline it's a great it's a fucking headline. headline it's a great sound i was saying headline. it's on tmz yeah exactly girl right. paralyzed from chiropractic yeah. visit yeah no well, no she had other I mean, extenuating circumstances not potentially that, like hundreds of people die from
1: taking insets every day right like, Yeah. hundreds of people die from insets just normal taking it as i have you know as recommended die Ooh, that's it right like yeah. there's hundreds of people that just and we die we have one that so again in the last 125 years that chiropractic has been around, there has been, I think, 25 total possible cases of, or like, uh, outcome. Okay. I mean, like, something like this happened in the last 125 years.
0: So in this, yeah, it's so you wild. go back and you go, okay, it's, it's like, it's wild. You could be eaten by a shark and hit by lightning at the same time. Yeah. Probably less likely. Yeah. So, when you think of the number of patients, exactly, they're it, going through. if that many
1: chiropractic patients were having strokes every year, I wouldn't have a license. If you think about it, like
0: that. I don't think anybody would have a
1: no. license, yeah, way. exactly. It'd right. be like it's
0: too dangerous, it's too dangerous to treat
1: that. So uh, it sucks. It's a, it's a headline, yeah, at the end of the day. Awesome.
0: Thanks for clearing that up a little bit and just course. kind of putting a little bit of calm out there because, again, you do you see some of that and you go, Holy shit, yeah,
1: yeah. it's like I don't
0: so, different modality, mm-hmm. number two. So, you got chiropractic, the adjustments. Acupuncture versus dry needling. Yeah. Okay. I love dry needling. Uh-huh. It is one of the craziest things. And I was introduced to it by a physical therapist out in Phoenix initially, yeah. right? And that was where Beth and I, we moved here. And it was up until like a year and a half ago when I met you, something like that. And we couldn't find somebody who was doing dry needling. But we like, I'd had tennis elbow, I'd had my back, I dry needling. She's like, Have you ever thought about doing this? She was the only one that, there that would, would do it. And we were always like, Get me in, get me in, get yeah. me in. <clears throat> then when I found out, I was talking to some folks over at Submission Concepts and like, Oh, yeah, he does this too. And I was like, Oh, shit, yes. Um, so, real quick, the difference if you've never heard of dry needling, it's more intense, but I've never done acupuncture. Okay. So, I think people think, Oh, he's just sticking, or you don't even know. Yeah. Explain what they are, what dry what they needling are. is. Yeah, yeah.
1: so um, acupuncture is more of the Eastern medicine, you know, yeah. a- Asian based or Asia based or whatever, whatever it is. Whatever Eastern medicine, and then dry needling is more Western based. Uh, kind of came up around the eighties by right. physical therapists and a couple orthos. Um, I think in Lubbock actually, if I'm not mistaken. really don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, wanna, I know. Case. I know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it was like, oh, feels great. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm nerd out a little bit. So dry right. needling came about because they were doing trials with wet needling, which is steroid injections, which is just a normal, oh, inject, okay. which is the normal shot. All right. right. So they're like, never heard that.
0: Uses that term. That's yeah, cool. Ex- yeah. So needling. dry needling is
1: because there's no fluid being injected into the site. It's just a needle itself penetrating the tissue. Right. Now, they were finding outcomes from both the dry needling and the wet needling. Right or in the injection with fluid, right? They were having the same outcome for both, um, uh, sorry cases. So okay. like a patient comes in, ah, oh, my shoulder hurts, right? Another patient comes in, my shoulder hurts. One patient gets the wet uh, needle, the other one gets the dry needle,
0: and they both had good. That outcomes. makes you just made it like okay, that's why it's called dry needle. Yeah. I've never heard yeah, that yeah, term. it's called
1: dry needleling, because um, there's no fluid. right? There's no
0: fluid going in. Yeah, if you're so not we, getting a shot to solve temporarily solved the issue yeah
1: exactly um we're like a uh, an injection the wet needle you know maybe it's a steroid shot they're gonna yeah. inject some fluid in there the fluid is actually the one doing most of the work we're dry needling we're going to the muscle tissue right we're t- we're targeting trigger points um quote-unquote adhesions um tight musculature um and just trying to get some healing factors in okay there. now that's that's where dry needling can kind of came from in the 80s um developed by pts and then kind of took off from there we use acupuncture needles to dry needle so the needles are the same for acupuncture and dry needling um so they're very okay. small monofilament very thin yeah. very thin you so don't
0: really feel them go in mm-hmm. you feel them hit the point that the point doing. you're yeah. like, uh, like yeah, oh yeah well, i'll get into that in spot. just a second yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah yeah so um for those of you that are like you know scared of needles these needles are four times smaller than an injection needle so if you got your covid shot um it's four times smaller than that. Okay, so very small. Now, acupuncture is again more of the Eastern medicine. It's more holistic. They use what's called chi, right, uh, and meridians, meaning chi flows through our body. There's different points in our body that are called meridians, and they're trying to target those meridians, maybe because there's toxic stuff in your blood or in your organs, and they're trying to hit different points to draw that out, to or draw that out like and that. heal it. Right. Okay. So like, there's a few in the hand and. There's there's points everywhere that okay. Chinese medicine has used, um, and it's been around for thousands of years. So I'm not discrediting that at all. Yeah, um, but some of their points are wild. It's like gallbladder 47, and it's like here in the elbow. <laughs> and it's like, eh. there's one here in the one of these hands that like helps with pregnancy, quote unquote. I don't okay. Know. Yeah. I, I mean, we don't know. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you've been doing it for like said thousands of years. Yeah, thousands maybe it, of years. Yeah. yeah it works it's obviously people. been around. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So the way I acupuncture for me when i explain it i am not certified in acupuncture um yeah. i want acupuncturists coming after me and <laughs> uh, um is more of a relaxing like holistic healing approach okay where dry needling is a little bit more um aggressive we're going to the tissue so if like you had the elbow pain right we're going to mm-hmm. go to the site um if you have lateral elbow pain we're going to target the ins- the origin and the yep. insertion of the muscle right i'm going to I'm going to use the anatomy to guide me where i'm going to put these needles in and we're going to target that area uh where acupuncture would be like well you know what this point this point this point fixes elbow point of pain so they're similar on that aspect but that's kind of it they're more superficial where dry needling is deeper
0: that's it so we yeah. can move to that yeah. yeah absolutely so thank you for kind of clarifying the difference because yeah. again people are like a lot of people don't even know what dry needling no. is and i i didn't even know what the difference between you again you just told me wet needing yeah so me being introduced to it I'm I'm dead I love it like when I'm when I have like a deep tissue I'm like like in my shoulder blade you can't or get something. It. Yeah. I, you can't like one of these things we'll go over this in a minute um doesn't do it yeah or Beth digging her finger into yeah. my it's just not cutting it or I've tried racket balls or I've tried everything yeah it just doesn't get to the point that's where like the dry needling for me comes in and it's you know you really pinpoint that particular muscle and you they'll spin the needle in it and it literally you can feel the muscle grab onto the needle and it's the weirdest thing because you'll be like you'll be in it's either you know it's like a fight or flight kind of thing you're either gonna laugh or you're gonna cry (laughs) in a lot of these cases right and he's done it down my leg and i'm like (laughs) oh sh- yeah it's right intense, yeah and it can be intense but as soon as it the muscle relaxes like it gives it doesn't even you, it's just gone yeah so it'll be pulse. like you'll add electric uh what do you E-stem. call it? what is it
1: electric stimulation electric E-stem. stimulation
0: yeah. to it and my leg will be jumping and then all of a sudden it will just stop yeah. yeah it's relaxed yeah so it is an amazing amazing thing if you have like certain particular areas of any well anywhere on your body anywhere yeah part,
1: right yeah, so anywhere from like the jaw TMJ. Um, oh, the, the yeah, occiput. I wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah. So we'll do TMJ, occiput, which gives a lot of headaches to some people. Okay. Neck, fingers. Is I'm that good. like
0: just real hot because of type, like? There's a small little
1: group that's called the suboccipital. Okay. Musculature and region. Um, it's so small, but it does about like I think I don't call me on the number. It does the majority of our rotation. Of the okay. Head, right. So these two little, these four muscles that are. Up there in the like, base of your skull okay yeah. so if you've ever touched that and you're like oh that's tender yeah like, yeah, yeah. like i have a headache here it's probably your suboccipital region um it just tightens up right we're either here all day or maybe you know looking at you know, the screen just or you're sitting in a static yeah. position
0: for too long or something like that
1: yeah exactly yeah so that area um but yeah like uh the dry needle like you said the, the clockwise counterclockwise is what i call it when we're spinning the needle the fibers of the muscle, and it
0: reactivates, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you get that twitch response. <laughs> There's no joke. It's yeah. it, like you will jump, and you're yeah. like, and that's the oh twitch God. response, where yeah. it's
1: almost like a, a reset of the musculature. Yeah, where it's like, okay, I give up, Like, I, I don't want to harm him anymore. Um, and then the E stem comes in and it fatigues the musculature and it lets it almost reset again, um, and allows the, the body to finally be like, okay, like I've been like this with my shoulder hike. Now I can kind of relax. Yeah, and we've had some crazy like in-house like cases where like i'll needle a certain area and like they're like this and they're just like oh
0: they can move their head move all their of a sudden they've got this range yeah. of motion exactly right and i think that's huge because like i have limited range of motion with like my right arm right and that's probably it's joint issues but this is beyond little kid injuries getting this fights and yeah. dislocating my elbow, yeah. my shoulder and stuff but even doing some of that like when we do some of the treatment i'll get bigger range, range of motion, motion yeah. even in a shoulder that's kind of locked up for a little bit, a you little know, bit yeah. and you do jiu-jitsu yeah and i it's do jiu-jitsu so there's a lot of stuff like yeah. that like it happened to me last night a you know? dude just fell on my arm and i yep. was like nope tap yep. i'm done yeah um but yeah so again it's one another one of those things that people should definitely look into because i don't think a lot of people really know about it you know and it's it's is it something that like you said it's been around since the 80s so that's 40 years ago really or yeah. 30 35 40 years ago, yeah whatever it is um is it becoming more common practice where you see it with like your co yeah. your, your your you know yeah so you're affiliated
1: with yeah yeah um it's definitely been more uh it's been coming more to light now um because yeah it's more available there's more courses for providers to take um there's still some states though that don't allow it like new york actually just took that away from pts oh really pts aren't allowed to dry needle anymore mm. uh, which is crazy to me uh sounds crazy well, I mean, it's but new york, it's new york so yeah <laughs> yeah Take, Take care of words not mine but i agree um so yeah uh texas is an amazing state obviously um so as cairo's we can we can dry needle so can PTs, so can athletic trainers okay have the supervision of a dc pt or a md um so like crystal can dry needle
0: and oh, okay under, yeah so
1: she can dry needle under the license of a physician um so it's great um but yeah it's definitely like a new modality that's like been picking up steam because people are seeing these awesome results like you have yeah 100 um, percent. yeah and it was never just, moved to new york yeah
0: <laughs> just because yeah, dry needle yeah just the and anything else part. in
1: life yeah um but it's not just uh injury or like muscle tightness or a strain or anything okay i do it a lot for my post-surgical patients so yeah
0: like what 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 kind of cases like would you so um my favorite
1: one is scar wound healing so like you get a pretty big suture maybe you had like acl reconstruction and they nicked you open and you got this gnarly scar kind of growing in okay um i'll go in dry needle around the scar to help with scar formation so i don't even know what that means like to spread it out almost to flatten out the curve so if you've ever seen someone
0: like if they get a big deep like a heavy yeah fat scar. even yeah. what's called the keloid where it'll like pop out yeah that's like what i'm kind of thinking yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah yeah um keloids haven't shown that great of um outcomes with that but like surgical incision scars have where like maybe it didn't grow the greatest and you got some tax like some um tack tackness tackiness where it's tight yeah yeah just tight. Was, yeah yeah, yeah. And the, and the scar and the tissues being pulled, and people are like, I can't extend my elbow. Right? Because they it's got, just tight. It's just yeah, tight. The so, skin's tight at that Exactly, point. right? They cut you open. There's a wound there. It's trying to heal, and the body sent a bunch of scar tissue there to hold it together, right? Yeah. So now, instead of having full range of motion, maybe you're just here, and that's okay. as much as we get. We'll go in there, dry needle around there, trying to get – I always explain it like this. This is a normal scar.
0: Explain. So you're holding your hands, like your fingers together. Yeah, so, yeah.
1: This is the scar here. And um, right in the middle of my fingers. Now, imagine this is a good scar. It healed well. Yeah. And the poor one would be like this. Like knotted up. Knotted up. Knuckles up. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, all bounded up. And it's and there's not a lot of give. So the tension is really aggravating and causing a lot of stuff. Okay. The needles then I'll go around the area of the scar. And I'll try to get it to flatten out. That's cool. Yeah. So there's some there's been some awesome cases I've had from people with knee surgeries, shoulder surgeries, where I've gotten them like good cosmetic outcomes. I've never thought of
0: it as being able to be used. I guess yeah. I just, well, I've never had to. Yeah. But that's a really interesting kind of additional use case for it yeah. because- when you, like you, you always think of, oh, I got a MCL tear and I had to have it repaired yeah. or I got a rotator cuff injury and I got, had to get it repaired. Yeah. And you don't think of, yeah, the skin's going to get, if they have to cut part of the skin yeah. open, that's, that's a huge, that's, in, that's a yeah. big injury. Yeah. Um, like if you got a bicep tear or something like that, that well, that's uh, yeah. a big reconstructive kind of thing. Yeah. And being able to do something like that. Yeah. I mean, both from like a functional
1: standpoint mm-hmm. and it's usually more like my, my female patients that like cosmetically. They're like, I hate. Yeah, way- I mean,
0: guys, if like if you're in jujitsu, yeah. like or you're 45, you like me, I don't know f- that I'm getting cosmetic <laughs> yeah, surgery. Yeah. shit. I'm still 45, and I do this shit for fun, right? Yeah, yeah. But you go like, no, but but that's reality. Yeah. It's like a lot of yeah. women will want. Yeah, you know that's fair. That's fine. Exactly, and, and you know it's a great scene. Like, and it's again. not having to go see a plastic surgeon. Exactly,
1: I am on twentieth the price of a plastic surgeon. Yeah, right. Um and then I also give them like techniques to do some work them some, some scar yeah. work um some gels um usually I like to use arnica gel which is a like, great like um, okay just gel just substance. for
0: yeah moon healing wound and healing yeah, like yeah. Um, scar just to massage tissue. yourself. yeah
1: um so dry
0: needling is great I that's mean, interesting yeah. I would never even thought yeah. of that so that's something else that yeah. cuz you figure you know if if you have people in especially in you know aggressive types of sport. any sport doesn't have to be an aggressive sport i mean you can get hurt like beth got hurt fucking playing kickball like 10 years ago she like completely tore, tore, her, her, groin. Bring, yo, yeah, oh tore her groin yeah tore her groin thankfully she didn't have to have surgery but it was bad for a long yeah. long time i mean yeah. her whole inner thigh was black yeah for, that's like the black of my laptop like it was yeah.
1: bad yeah
0: that's that's, that's a, what i'm saying it's it'd yeah. be that could have been a use case potentially for something like for sure that so
1: like yeah that uh what's called edema right and hemorrhaging with, within the skin Dry needling is great for that. We surround the area, put stem on there, and we do a pump effect to drain some of the blood out of there using the lymphatic system. I hear that, Beth? <laughs> just kidding. She's downstairs. So, so no. that's me nerdy now. I love dry needling. It's yeah, it's, it's no, it's. It, I think it's.
0: Yeah. I think there's a there's a, probably a lot more capabilities for it or yeah. use cases for and, it. And it's there. just
1: educating the public and say, seeing like saying like what it's good for and what's mm-hmm. not good for. Yeah. Right. Um but some people are scared of needles and I'm like, I get it, dude, we're not going to do it. Um, let's use my hand or a tool. And, uh, but I always tell them this. I'm like, my hand always going hurt. It hurts yeah. more than my yeah. needles. Like, because I got to push harder. Right. I got to get to those. I can't get, that get into
0: that point. I've got to use the outside force mm-hmm. to get to that point. And yeah. I've got these dull instruments. Yeah. It's these broad, versus yeah. A, yeah. yeah.
1: And like, yeah. So it, I always tell them that, but you know, We we do some motion when I when I move in, then we go do our exercises. Yeah. Um, So we still have good outcomes with that, but it might just take me a few more visits to do that. Yeah. Versus if
0: you could knock it out in one or two, one or two. Yeah. Versus three or four. Exactly. Potentially. So Um, so keep it in mind, everybody. If you get the opportunity, and that's something that you're willing to try and you haven't tried it, just think about it because I think there is. For me, it's been very. It's been good. It's been a good experience. Yeah.
1: Same. I'll needle myself all the time. So patients like. you only do it to me, and like I'm like I do
0: it to myself.
1: Really, it sucks. Oh, it sucks because I feel the needle going in, and I do it, and like I, can, oh, it's the it's the
0: worst. <laughs> That's it's the worst masochistic. Yeah, is what it really is. But <laughs> if I gotta do it, man, I got no. I know. To tell yeah, you don't it. have anybody else yeah. to do it. So it sucks. Yeah. So cupping. Cupping. Yeah. All right. So cupping is where you see. If you go Google <laughs> it, you're gonna see the crazy shit online, uh, because people take this too far. Way too yeah, far. That's ridiculous, right? But the idea is that so if you've seen it, it's like little plastic suction cups, and they'll put them on the back or wherever, and they'll like suction them a couple of times, right? Yeah. And what's the purpose of that as well? Yeah. So there's there's two versions. there's Another yeah, beer. Oh, you're good. I'm so good. I'm so good. got some. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Um, there's two versions. There's a glass one that uses heat. Okay. Which is a little dangerous because a glass can break and the heat can burn you. Yeah. That so makes like, sense. If someone's doing that to you, just be careful or say no yeah right? yeah um
0: plastic's probably better
1: plastic is a better option um it uses a suction pump essentially it just takes oh the i see out. so
0: it's just glass and then they like they, they use heat the heat to then su- yeah okay yeah. but there's Pretty risk exciting. of burns there's
1: risk of the glass breaking and falling right you just, and if yeah. you know it can cut you there's blood it's just a mess <laughs> that's fair Yeah. yeah now with the plastic, yeah, the risk of the glass breaking is less. You can also control the amount of suction you're putting in. That's what the I. Pump. Yeah, I think I yeah, like that. Yeah. So the intensity. Um. So I'm pretty. I'm pretty. Uh, conservative when it comes to that. I try not to pump too hard, right? I always gauge them like, how does that feel? Is that too much? I'll do like one and a half little baby pumps, um, and that's about as much as I do. Now cupping for me, the way I describe it and the way I tell patients that why I'm using it. There's a few different. I'll tell you the, all the reasons I use it. Usually it's following like manual therapy after I've been like pushing on the tissue. I use the cup to use a decompressive therapy. Um, so instead of me pushing with my thumb, now the cup comes in and lifts some of that area. And we're is, getting-
0: it lis- lift, is it lifting the skin? Is it, is it separating the skin from like the muscle tissue to give space or? Yes, to okay. a degree.
1: So there's skin. Then you you there's different layers of the skin, right? Yeah. You got your epidermis, your dermis, um, fascia, which is a thick connective tissue, and then the muscle. Okay, right. What we're trying to do is separate those layers from one another from the musculature. Okay, right. And if your uh provider or practitioner is 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 evidence-based, they're usually gonna add some motion when you're on cups, right? I'll put one maybe on the trap. You had me do do that. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll do some motion with it, right?
0: Move your arm this way. Exactly. this way. Because
1: I'm lifting the the tissue around the muscle so the muscle can move again. Okay. Right? Without being irritated, right? Without that pressure being there. Um, So that's one method of it. Uh, The other method is um, we'll do like just some general decompression because you're having chronic pain, right? It desensitizes the tissue. So if someone comes in, they have a history of a pretty big motor vehicle accident, and they're just gonna have chronic pain for the rest of their life. Okay, I hate to say that, and I hate those cases. In some cases, it's just it just you know, happens. Man. My
0: mom was like that. She yeah. got in a head-on collision, yeah, and she just yeah, it right. just was, and she was a little woman. Yeah, man, you know, and it's just it's rough. And this is back in like the mid '80s. Yeah, we didn't. There wasn't a There's lot of this. It was this. Yeah. which which is terrible. Takes so, ibuprofen and
1: walk it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So there's, there's there's just
1: general like palliative care from it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is why like massage therapists like to use it because it just feels good. Yeah. Um, It desensitizes the tissue, meaning something was bugging you here, we put a cup there, we lifted the tissue. There's sensors and um, certain like receptors in your skin that tells you there's pain here, right? Where you okay. put your hand on a hot surface, it's hot. No. You right. pull it off, right? Same thing with pain, there's pain receptors. So the cups are almost like desensitizing those receptors and saying like, there's no pain here. You're good. That's cool. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, the cup is saying we're okay. Right. We're going to numb you out a little bit and we're going to let you relax. Right. So that's my two reasons to use cups. Okay. Decompressed tissue and then desensitized tissue. Um, now there's some, there's some, I'm just going to call them quacks. That's fine. We can use That's a technical term. I think at this point, um, there's some, there's some quacks out there that We'll say, like, oh, it takes toxins out of your body, and
0: it... So that's my uh, next oh, kind yeah. of... That's, like, the next question yeah. on my list of shit, right, is yeah. I was Googling just for some pictures, uh-huh. right? And I was like, I can't put that picture on screen because it's just... Was it bloody? It was oh, disgusting, yeah. oh. right? And it's like they sucked, like... It looked like they just pulled three inches of skin up into yeah. that thing. For what? And it was gory. Yeah. yeah. And that is not what it... That's not the experience. So if you're having that done, that's that's next level. You're doing that's that for another reason. Yeah. I th- like Personally, I think you're doing that for some other reason. The practitioner's
1: doing it because it looks cool.
0: Okay. Put it that
1: way. Yeah. I mean, not to throw anybody like like Literally,
0: bus, you had them on my back for what? Maybe like seven, eight minutes. Yeah, with
1: movement. With movement. Yeah. Doing
0: that. Like, set them there. Now move. Do this stretch. Do this yeah. stretch. Okay, cool. Pop yeah. them off. And, and you get the cool little circle <laughs> marks. So yeah. it says like you went there and yeah. you did it. I got it done. Yeah, I got it done. But you know, I'm, the Michael Phelps with all him? Yes, that kind of made it, it famous, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, but I'm looking the whole time. I, if it gets too dark, I take it off.
0: Okay, yeah. I take it off. That I makes can. sense because it's rushing blood it's into rushing. that section. Exactly. Um, And some people put them on too tight. Maybe it wasn't even seven, eight minutes. I don't even remember. It's a couple minutes or something like I'd that. I never look, go in more than eight. Okay, yeah.
1: yeah. That's my limit. Yeah. All right. Never more than eight minutes. Um, But some people put it on too tight where it cuts the skin. Oh, you don't want that. Yeah, you don't want that. And, and you get an abrasion or a... um a good you know cut in a tissue and then starts bleeding right i've had a couple of pt like friends tell me like oh i put it on on this 80 year old and
0: her skin fell off her skin
1: ripped and she was bleeding in my office i'm like well how many pumps did you give? get like two really big ones and i was like
0: her skin is like Paper yeah, thin, anyway. Exactly. Come on, bro. Very fragile. You know what I mean. Right? You got to, yeah. Like my father-in-law just walks by a wall and like his arm yeah, falls exactly, off. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or man, yep. and they're on medication. Probably, and then he's on right? blood thinners, right? He's on or on aspirin or whatever. Yeah. So you again, have to be very, very cautious. And that's really knowing your client yeah. and knowing the. Well, and that's having
1: a good provider that looks at your history, asks those questions. Are you on medication? Yeah. Right. Because Any- even
0: something is is benign as you would think is cupping.
1: Yeah. There's adverse risk.
0: There's absolutely so.
1: There's, there's a saying that we used to say, or my professors used to tell me in school and the clinicians, it's like a monkey can do my job. And it's true. I can teach a monkey to adjust, cup, needle, <laughs> do everything. It's when not to do it. That's That a great separates point. Yeah. me from the monkey. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> right. The cognitive ability of, yes. yeah. To
1: being like, you're on blood thinners, you're an 80, 80 year old, um, X, Y, Z, whatever's going on. Yeah. Right? We're not going to do these therapies because it's going to make you worse. Right. So people have to be careful when they're seeing somebody that they're not just like kind it's of a one, one
0: script covers exactly, everybody. Right? The revolving
1: door type yeah. thing. It's like come in. Even oh, if you're oh.
0: doing great care, you're doing all of the things. Yes. They have to be very specific to the individual.
1: Yes, exactly. Because then you, that's when you have these adverse risk and events and because why? Because you were lazy because your, your provider was lazy that they didn't want to check. They just wanted to, Cast the check.
0: They wanted okay. the yeah. check. They yeah, wanted the exactly. check, but they didn't check on you. Yeah, that's interesting to know. So again, it's one of those things you can go out and look at different, like the proper ways for cupping and yeah, and the improper.
1: Yeah, yeah. So remember the I applications, say, I guess. Yeah, I always say less is more. Right. Absolutely. I can always go up. It still I can't sucked go back.
0: when even when it was like super light. Yeah. Because it's like okay, you've got I don't know eight or ten of them on my back yeah. or whatever. And then you're trying to stretch through that. Yeah, just tension. You're like, oh, yeah. of a bit, but mm-hmm. it feels good. You're like, ah, oh, I feel so much better yeah. now. Right. And yeah. it's at the end of the kind of the whole procedure. Right. When you've gone through, you've massaged, you've done the dry needling, um, the electrolysis, um, you know, you've done the cupping, you've worked on mobility. The next step is really the prescription of what do we do at home? Exactly. Right. Yeah. And that's where I think it's kind of like flossing your teeth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, you gotta And i been guilty and he's my doctor. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I'm as guilty as anybody, but I, I'd still try and incorporate some of them, some of the pieces. Yeah. Like some of them I'm like, okay, I'm better now. I'm better, Quote unquote better now. But I know like in three days I'll be like, Oh shit. Yeah, um, yeah. right. Just how it yeah. goes. So like, Really following through is hard for a lot of people. It's just yeah. because you're like, "Oh, I don't have the issue anymore." Yeah. But it's the self care maintenance part of it, right? The self care portion of it, that is huge. Yeah. And I don't know how. <laughs> I think everybody's guilty of
1: it. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Um, so you're asking like, what's the best way
0: to, uh, yeah. to incorporate it? So like, we've got foam. Like I've got, so got like this thing. Yeah. The the drill from hell, right? <laughs> That you can get this thing, thing going. <laughs> like, it's the uh, what are these things called? I don't even know what the hell they're called. Percussion gun. Percussion gun, right? Yeah. And you use this, you'd mentioned to me because I asked you very specifically. We got one of these, and it's if you go out, you can find them. It's one of the little drill guns, massaging drill guns. If you can't see it on, on the if you're listening in, um, but you can get them pretty much anywhere now. But you'd mentioned to me like one of those, um, like not doing it for more than five minutes, yeah, on any particular area because yeah. then you can start bruising. Think of it, the simplest way I like to say it, or
1: tell people is like, you ever tenderize meat, right? You're just right. mashing it, <laughs> <a> <laughs> smack <laughs> out of it, right? There gets to a point where it's just too much mashing, right? Yeah. You're causing more damage than good, right? This should be more of like we're bringing awareness of, for the body to be like, hey, this is tight. Let's, you know. Flood it with something. some blood or something. Yeah, let's get some, some, some stimulus to the area and maybe move it around a little bit and we're getting okay. that percussion and then move on. Right. Because us doing that isn't taking care of it long term. All right. Right. It, it's a it's just a band aid for now. Um, but it feels good. It, feels it good. does.
0: It yeah. loosens it up. It loosens and it that's up. That's fine. But 30 minutes of that
1: is a no for me. It's a no for me, dog.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. What about like foam rolling? I like foam
1: rolling um, in the sense that it puts us in positions that we're not normally in. OK. Right. Now, some people are like, oh, it breaks up adhesions. and. It's like
0: I use it to crack my back. Yeah, you're mobilizing, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not, yeah. Not, not necessarily across my good. back, but you can yeah. hear my back. Yeah. It's like a xylophone, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, and, you know. And it feels cool. great. Yeah,
1: go for it. Like, just don't force it. I always tell people, do not force something. Like, because, don't try and push yourself yeah, over yeah. It. Just go easy. Um. Yeah, exactly. Don't, like, twist and turn violently trying to get that pop. It's because you're going to hurt yourself. You're going to spring something. Okay. Um. But, no, foam rollers are great. Um. You know, you're mobilizing tissue. You're putting yourself in the position that you Probably haven't been in all day. Like you said, you usually sit at the computer for eight hours a yeah, day, I've right? Yeah, i got a
0: foam roller. It, oh, and I have a workout room garage. right back here. It's right back here oh, that God. I'll go in once in a while. And there you go. We have a foam roller downstairs in our bedrooms for Beth to go and Move do. Around. So we've yeah. got, yeah. Yeah. So it's a good tool if used properly.
1: Okay. Right. Like you said, you can just lay on there, <laughs> your back, and like get just, a couple of cracks. Yep. Cool. Just I mean, kind you, of massage, yeah.
0: loosen it up a yeah. little bit. But hip if, flexors like, yeah exactly but if you're pinning like IT a bands. muscle yeah and
1: like adding some motion to it right and uh, you're almost doing like yoga on the foam roller it's a great tool okay right um but that's also maybe asking for help and asking somebody like hey can you show me how to do a foam roller or how do you that's a good look yeah right yeah, yeah. um or just youtube a video and like how there's to foam roll on. yeah, there's stuff. yeah I mean, tons th- of th- stuff. we have the internet we have what we call jesus phones i call these jesus phones <laughs> right like you can do everything on this um so just finding you know some good information out there right okay doing your research um but no foam rollers are great um now there's some people that's like oh it breaks up like scar tissue and adhesions and nah, it's not doing that it's it's just mobilizing you putting you in the position that you haven't been in all day. okay it's good to know um so yeah it's a feel-good thing it's a good warm-up it's a good cool down um i think it's a great tool if you're not doing anything you know add it in you know, if you're doing a
0: bunch of stuff, still add it in. It's, it's just another. It's just another tool in the belt. Tool in the belt. Okay, yep. cool. Yep. What about racket balls? Same racket thing. balls?
1: Yeah, same thing as the. Because uh, it's
0: so hard. Like, I'll get this little knot in my back, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I have used every effing ball out there, and it, nothing except for a racquetball will we'll actually, like, get in there. Yeah. I poked holes in, like, drywall. Damn. Pressing on it so hard. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I try. Yeah. Um. Same thing. It's thing. the same logic though. Same
1: logic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, spend no more than five minutes like I would with the percussion gun. just getting right? in there because again, you're up. just pushing hard and hard and it's not probably helping. Okay. And a lot of the time where we're feeling pain isn't the root of the cause, the cause okay. of the root cause. Um, so right. Like maybe I'm having like base of head, like pain. Right. But it's coming from my shoulder.
0: Right. So there's always that. Yeah. yeah. So like I'll have a shoulder blade, but it's actually my pec is tight. Exactly. Or right. Something like that. Cause it's pulling me off exactly center or something or yeah. whatever you want me be. to
1: blow your mind for a second yes so you got pec major right yeah you know pec minor the little guy yeah it right attaches from the ribs back to your shoulder blade
0: okay so there you go yeah
1: so there's something called a coracoid process that's like a little uh crow's beak that comes so you got your ac joint and then right underneath here is your coracoid process comes forward your pec minor hangs on that and it does
0: and it rolls your shoulder yeah it does which pulls on your shoulder up. blade Damn yeah. So now see, we're, here, right? see okay. we're learning something here, people. That's the whole point of this. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. So, got that. Foam rolling. Got that. Um. Got that. We're we just checking off all the questions let's go, I let's have. Go. So, one of the one of the things I want to kind of, it, this is getting maybe getting out. This is getting into like the the training portion of it and yeah. being cautious is one of the things. But this is it's not like. We're adults. We know. Okay, we know where to, our limits are for the most part. Yeah. But parents per, uh, preparing kids to start training. Um, I've seen a few like on your site and uh-huh. stuff like that, kind of recently, where you have some kids out there. Yeah, that are going through some physical therapy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I have someone, a, a family member, that son's extremely good football player. He's a giant, uh-huh. right? And he's like. 16, 17, right? But this was when he was like 14. God. He was deadlifting a million pounds, squatting a million, and he's a big, he's a big kid. Yeah. But there, I always think of it as like, okay, there's still growth plates happening. There's still things happening. He's still growing. And it's being, I don't want to say over, it's not overprotective, but protective of your, if you have a child that's going through some of this. And, Parents, like kids are into sports and I was into skateboarding. I was in, I was like, I was in a lot of solo kind yeah, of things. Like yeah. you. I moved around with my, my parents we were in the military or they were in the military. So we, yeah. I didn't get to play team sports. that yeah, often, yeah. Right? So, but I wasn't powerlifting shit at 14 years old either. Yeah. Right. So what are some of the, you know, things that parents maybe should be cautious of? I know we're shifting a little bit here, yeah. but I wanted to make sure I touched on this. Yeah. For overtraining children, right? Yeah. So, what's an age where it's just like, "Okay, you're good, maybe Dodge. you know, I don't
1: know, so I wouldn't say there's an age, there's definitely a skill level, okay, right, so what what ten is kind of the age where they're old enough to comprehend you know movements really well and understand the the game really well, and maybe start making those decisions on the field and right they they understand what they're doing, yeah, so that we can probably move them to the weight room and start teaching them stuff, okay now, we should before and the thing that drives me insane it's there's, there's probably a couple of factors that get pushed really out the gate is parents are putting their kids in sports all year long so there there's no downtime there's no downtime so timmy's playing baseball all year long right so not he, resting his arm not resting his arm so we we're having this like uh huge influx of like little young, 10 to like
0: 14 year olds getting Tommy
1: John surgery. That's
0: the, that's the injury that comes to mind. Yeah. Because they're they're throwing a hundred pitches a day. Yeah. Or and whatever. They, yeah. Because they, they think that's going to make them better.
1: Right. Your son, I hate to say this is 10 years old. He hasn't hit puberty yet. Maybe focus on something else for a second. That should be quality movements in the weight room or on the field. Okay. Right. Let's maybe not push the weight, but the quality
0: of movement. Um, build the skill versus yeah, the weight yeah you can get strong later exactly that's kind of what that's my that's my theory of it is yeah. like you can or the, the logic i've worked out my entire life yeah. i've seen like there's some guys at the gym that are younger some of them are gigantic but as they've gotten a little even the past couple of years you're like that dude went yeah. from being a little dude a little dude to now he's he slowly became like you see puberty hit that kid yes and now it's a different game yes so i always tell parents
1: they should be a good mover prior to puberty okay because once puberty hits those hormones come in right now we're having those testosterone spikes we're having all these like influx of like you know hormones so we want to make sure they got these quality movements before they're kind of essentially being meatheads and just, and just lifting stuff. Just to lift stuff, right? Right. With
0: no transfer to the one sport. The, yeah, this was what kind of made me think of this is when I was having a conversation with the parents is, well, the trainer said that he can do it. And I'm like, yeah, but yeah. is that right? Yeah. Just because he's a big guy. Yeah. He's going to be a big guy the rest of his life. Yeah. And you want his back to be there the rest of his life. Exactly. <laughs> not right. Not when he's trying to get into d1 football and he's a sophomore in high school i understand being, but he's a big dude anyway yeah. so he's already got that on his side yeah right but that makes sense that that focusing on the movement becoming a professional at that yeah very very good at mm-hmm. clean i mean if it is clean and press or something like that yeah. is do it lightweight but just get this the, yeah get it down yeah or start with a kettlebell or a dumbbell or, yeah right modify
1: the movement based on their skill level yeah um and that's huge because you want them to be have some good train um skill level for them they they should be able to comprehend the, the gym they should be able to take instruction they should be able to take feedback so let's say timmy does make it to college right he does get that scholarship right at the gate he knows how to work the weight room he's right? done yeah. that Skills already built yeah. so coming from a strength and conditioning coach that was in the college setting mm-hmm. you tell who's been in the weight room and doing good quality movements Who's been lifting just heavy just just pressing doing shit nothing. Up. yeah and who um has no idea what to do in the weight room so the ones that don't know what to do in the weight room are the slowest to learn so now we have to teach them how do you move but are
0: you better off teaching that individual than the one that's been in the weight room just pushing yes yes I mean from sometimes like, from right? a
1: quality of like life and long-term learning yeah but from a recruiter maybe they're trying oh, okay to go pro. i follow not really, because now they're at
0: least they are starting with the strength. Yeah. Even if it, that you can correct form yeah, and shit like exactly. that. Okay, that makes sense. Um, so, so still don't do that. Yeah. still get them the, the yeah. right instruction. Get yeah. them a good trainer. So yeah.
1: I like to tell parents, it's like you have your your child's a car. Right? Yeah, you've been taking them to practice every day. They're having five six practices a week. They play year long. There are multiple tournaments. they are multiple clubs. You're you are building their engine, their gas tank. When are you going to build their brakes? When are you going to build their chassis, right? The drivetrain, right? When are you going to get them to learn how to decelerate? All you've been doing they is They need some a, downtime. They need some downtime. They need to know when to slow down that engine, yeah, right? And then build from that, right? right. They need bigger tires, right? I like using car analysis It's just an analogy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool. Yeah, so absolutely. You you can't just build the engine. You have to build the other structures around that make a
0: full vehicle. Okay. Right? Um, and because that's where the injuries come. Right. If you, it's when we get overtrained. Overtrained. Like, I'm not, I mean, I'm old enough, but I, even a, if I go a few times extra a week, like I'm training up for a tournament or something like that, yeah. for me, physically in jujitsu, I'm overtraining. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's just because, because number one, prof- my age. Number two, it's just. Yeah. And you have a job. It's, you're not a professional jujitsu guy. Exactly. Right? I'm doing this for fun. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're
1: not like doing, you know, the pro dudes, mm-hmm. you know, Russell Wilson spends 1.7 million a year. Just on check. yeah. On just like if I was his Cairo, right, one point seven million, that'd be awesome. Um, Damn, <laughs> I know, right? right. Um, but those pros, but TB
0: twelve, Tom Brady, exactly, created his own pro own company just, just based around, around that. It. So you know when people that's are like, Matador in a couple of years.
1: I hope so. That'd be awesome. Damn right. I mean, <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, I mean,
1: you, these professionals are seeing uh, uh, providers not. two to three times a day see that's even insane. more yeah. it's insane and like not for like 30 minutes not for 15 minutes an like hour here an hour, two, two hour. hours yeah. right so that's the difference when people are like oh but that's
0: well, that could also be their downtime too yeah that is you know, their downtime. That is that's their, their downtime. rehab time yeah you
1: know but again, getting their good. body right exactly because when you
0: have a hundred million dollar contract you have it to matters. take care of that car yeah that motor exactly all the other shit that goes into um
1: it. yeah so it's just like take care of that um it, it's it's wild no that's awesome yeah um
0: It's all good. Yeah. No, it's all good. All right. So it comes to the point real quick. What that I I try and, you know, bring back a lot of this is, you know, it's really important for people just to think of be mindful of like what we're doing, if it's doing cold plunges, you're doing oh, yeah. sauna, you're doing all you know, of these things that I'm starting to learn about, yeah. right? Over the past, you know, several months and shit like that. And, you know, it's just, again, that's to everybody. That's why I want to do these and under health and fitness. It's because it's important to me. I think it's important to a lot of people that maybe they just don't know who to go to or ask, right? Yeah. So um, one question, kind of last question for you, and then we'll get into like, where can people reach you? What's a really proud moment for you? Like what's the proudest moment you've had so far in like a professional
1: career? Um, definitely opened up Matador. I mean, that was a lifetime. Yeah, it feels like a lifetime dream. And now that I'm in it, I'm like, it doesn't feel like it It's crazy. It's surreal to, yeah. to a sense. You're
0: actually the guy doing what you love. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Isn't that cool.
1: It's it's like what 18 year old me was thinking at the time. It's yeah. like, you know, I'm gonna be the provider, providing care to athletes. I'm going to be fixing people. You know, I'm going to be improving the quality of life of people. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just crazy to like sit back sometimes and like have a patient be like, thank you so much. And like, damn, it hits me. Even I do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, dude, oh my God, you fixed me. And I'm like, damn, like that's good. That's what I wanted as a patient to come off the table and be like, thank you. That's awesome. That was awesome. Um, but I remember like this, uh, matter has been open. Uh, we're in our second year. Okay. Right. Um, I remember before opening, I had just painted the walls black in the very back and the logo went up, uh, the big uh, vinyl sticker that's in the back when you walk in, you see it. It's Matador RP. Um, it's
0: the same one that's on the screen right now.
1: Yeah, that that sucker. And uh, the turf had just been put, put in the middle right underneath that that logo. And I remember just looking around and being like, this is all me. Like, It's all you. This I can't believe I did this. Like, like Years of planning. like It, it came into fruition. Yeah. Right? like the the tears and debt and you know the the fails and and the wins here and there like it hit me i was like damn like you know i got a little emotion at the time damn right yeah yeah. i was like a lot of hard work a lot of hard work you know like um if you go into matador and you're ever in there just know that like every inch of that has been touched by me
0: and every inch and it changes like yeah. every each time i go there you've got a new thing yeah set up in a new way yeah. like you're constantly trying to yeah. make it better I'm tr- a better yeah.
1: space exactly i'm trying to maximize every patient visit yeah right i am trying to offer you the best care that i can provide you right whether it's the best rehab tools whether it's the best modality um i want it for my patient right so you you know like every business struggles to kind of come off the floor. Right. Absolutely. Right. To yeah.
0: get the start. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we were talking before the show, you're like, I've got to do some marketing things. Yeah. I've got to do these, you're not <laughs> you just know. doctor. It's yeah. also marketing guy, communications yeah. guy, director of this and a director of that and yeah, yeah. hiring manager and yeah. all the shit. Right. Yeah. It, yeah.
1: It, it, it's a lot. Right. And then some days I, I there has been only like maybe like two days where I've gone home and I was like, today sucked. Right. Like, <laughs> You Some know?
0: days uh, we just have this. It just happened. Yeah.
1: yeah. I had a patient that maybe didn't have the best outcome, right? And I had her send them out for MRI, maybe pain management. And then, like, my marketing is not where I want it to be, you know? And, and but then I step back. I'm like, dude, you're doing what you love. You're doing what you
0: wanted to do. Like,
1: you're just not hitting those
0: goals. Like, those goals. not every goal is going to hit, right?
1: Exactly. And that's the, fair. And that's, that's fine. Like, that's life. Exactly. And that was the biggest thing where I was like, take a step back, take a breather, man. You're only one person. Like, right. We're in year two, it's Matadors doing great. You just hired your second, yeah, yeah. Your
0: first employee, right? Uh, first full time employee, full time, full time okay.
1: employee. And then we're in the process of hiring a part timer, and then hopefully uh, a couple more massage therapists. Nice.
0: Um, so it's 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 just, just a slow growing. roll. Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, I don't know when the last time you were there, but we added like a third room or,
0: no, I've only I only yeah. see it's exactly an, yeah, it's, it's under
1: construction. <laughs> um, and then hopefully a fourth room that we got planned out a little more sketchy but um it's
0: all right but that's yeah. awesome no it's awesome and that congratulations on that because Thank that you. is it's you saw it through yes right? so hey cheers to that my I mean, dog's they, even like that. someone I'm just knocked it. it's the kids next door so or it's somebody i don't know anyway yeah um yeah where can everybody reach you um so um
1: on instagram there's uh the matador rp okay uh, Instagram, which is the, the clinic uh, Instagram, or you can go to uh, load your tissues. Load uh, your yeah, tissues. That is my personal uh, account. Yeah, <laughs> it's load underscore your underscore tissues. Okay,
0: so we'll have to, we'll put that, we'll yeah, put yeah, everything yeah. out in yeah. the uh, description yeah, for this yeah. podcast.
1: Um, uh, that one's usually pretty fast. If you just send me a DM, I'm, I'm available. Um, or uh, if you just visit our website, uh, matadorrp.com, okay. so you can schedule a visit there. It's super easy. Uh, we're paperless um everything's easy it's like i
0: scheduled one at one in the morning one time or something like that and i thought it was for the same day it was for like the or, yeah and he yeah, got all that. screwed up but i was able to do it and i showed up and he still took care of me and i was a day early so yeah. it was awesome yeah. dr Elias, i said it wrong
1: no you said it right Elias. Yes.
0: Elias all right <laughs> i've been worried know. about that the whole time <laughs> um <laughs> thank you so much for spending time today sure. it's been awesome to have like a deeper conversation than usually I'm just on a table face down screaming or laughing or swearing. Usually, um, is, is kind of how it goes, but thank you so much for getting sure. into this with us and yeah. talking about some details. And I think a lot of people benefit from this Good. and then we'll, we'll continue talking more and yeah. we have you back on.
1: Oh yeah. I love it, man. Thank you guys right. so much. Uh, check me out and, uh, keep listening to the podcast.
0: You got it. Thanks yes, so much. Dude. Take care, everybody.